It's time to dig in with Duggan, the mayor of the great city of Detroit, on the Mitch Album Show. That's right, the one and only Mike Duggan, our mayor, has uh, entered the studio. We're all together again. Back in the new digs. To celebrate, we're passing around brown bag popcorn. So if the mayor... mayor, Trips up on a word. That's because a kernel got between his tooth and his tongue. <laughs> what were you chomping on just as we started? We, a yeah. combination of uh, caramel and peanut yeah. butter. So uh, this Pretty is a good, good, huh? great yeah. combo. Get an endorsement from the mayor. Uh, you know the Detroit Popcorn uh, Group. What do they? What do they call it? Brown bag popcorn. Brown bag popcorn is amazing. All those different flavors. And cut. <laughs> and cut. <laughs> do you like custard? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hi, I'm Mike Tuggin. <laughs> So here's how this works, folks. Uh, the mayor uh, sits with us for the better part of the next 45 minutes, and we'll take phone calls from you, questions on any subject you would like, 877-44-MITCH. Anything you want to bring up, you can talk directly to the mayor of the city of Detroit. We do this once a month. We're always pleased to have the mayor join us, and we think it's a good public service, and we get some amazing calls and questions. So we'll start lining those up. 877-44-MITCH, always a toll-free call. Let me start with a couple of um, a couple of big topic questions that are going around for cities all across America as we enter the summertime. Uh, number one, COVID. Uh, unfortunately, uh, summer is supposed to be the time that it goes away. It seems like we're now hitting a, a, a rise in this, whatever the latest variant that have lost track of the numbers. I've seen, like, for example, I remember reading that I think it was uh, Ferndale just decided they're going back to masking Mask. for students mm-hmm. and all the rest. What, what do you portend for the city of Detroit for the summer for COVID? Um, well, there's, there's no question about it. The, the latest variant of the Omicron is going around. And, uh, but, you know, I had it in April. My wife had it in April. It's a mild version. Just to give you a sense, in 2020, when COVID first hit, we had 1,000 people in Detroit hospitals. A year ago, when the Delta variant hit, we had 500 people in Detroit hospitals. Today, we've got less than 100. So this is a far milder uh, version, and I I just think people should make their own choices. And so uh, within our offices, half people wear masks, half people don't. Uh, Everybody makes their own decisions. But at this point, I feel like people are well-informed. They're capable of making choices. Uh, And it's going to work its way through over the next couple of months. Hopefully, there'll be a vaccine in the fall. Uh, that deals with the current variant. If there's not, you know, we'll probably still cycle through this for. But know, as far as any citywide ordinances no. or things like that, you're not doing people. It. People have made their own decisions. They're informed, uh, and people are making informed decisions right now. We're not forcing anything on anybody. Do we know where we stand right now on vaccinated people in the city of Detroit? Um, it's somewhere above fifty percent, but at this point. Of course, the vaccine keeps it from getting worse, but right. I think the frustrating thing is that these latest strains, the vaccine has, does not prevent you from getting it. Everybody, right. under, everybody understands yeah. that now. And yeah, you can literally get boosted, and, and, and when it's at its absolute highest effectiveness, like two weeks later, that's when you get COVID. <laughs> I, I almost actually had that time out with, with, with my booster shot. Uh, 877-44-MITCH to talk to Mayor Duggan on any topic that you like. Uh, we'll go to one of the phone calls now, and then I'll ask that other big picture question. Let's start with Adam. You're on with the mayor of the city of Detroit, Mike Duggan. Go ahead, Adam. Hey, how are you? Hey. Um, I have a question. Basically, I live my life with a chronic illness, uh, chronic fatigue. Uh, I know I sound 
uh, chipper right now, but I'm literally in the midst of brain fog. Uh, terrible, terrible. To the point where I can't even work a normal job. I love to work. I can't. Um, and I'm wondering because I, you know, in the next couple of months, I don't know how I'm going to have rent. I don't know where I'm going to get money, and I don't know if there's any programs. I find I, I'm not. I'm very resourceful. I search and search and search, and I'm finding it very difficult. Are there any programs? Are there people who help me? I mean, if I want to get on disability, it's going to take a couple of years, and they may deny me. Who knows, right? I, I don't know what to do. So I figured, and I had no plan on calling, but when I heard the mayor was on, I'm like, hey, well, I guess I'll ask. So do you uh, do you live in the city of Detroit? I do. Okay, so it sounds like you may need help from the Community Health Corps, which we, we send teams in of people in extreme uh, situations. So where are you living now? Lake uh, Harbor Town area. Okay. Uh, if we can get your name and number off the air, I'll get somebody from the Community Health Corps to call you tomorrow. We'll look at your situation and, and be able to give you some personal advice. Well, that would be fantastic. So hang on. That, that means hang on. Don't hang up. Hang on, and, uh, and our engineer will uh, get all the information from you, okay? And then you'll hear from them tomorrow. There you go. 877-44, Mitch. I hope you hung on, did he? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, he did say he was in brain fog. <laughs> 877-44, Mitch. Chris, hi. You're on the Mitch Album Program with Mayor Duggan. Mitch, how are you? I'm good. And Mayor Duggan, how are you today? Good evening. So um, my goal is to move back to the city of Detroit, and I and you know I'm trying to find out the best way to do that. So, is there any um, suggestions you can give me about things like that? Uh, I don't know that I could give you. I, I would get a real estate agent, and uh... well, yeah, I already have that, you know. But you know, you know, there's just so many issues going on in the city, you know, with all these uh, things going on. And uh, I just, I was just curious if there was like any opportunities that I could get involved with, or, or some things like that. Uh, so, I, I guess I would start by getting a real estate agent, either an apartment or a house, and then uh, from there, there's going to be organizations out of your neighborhood, action groups. There are just uh, people in Detroit are activists. They're joiners, and uh, there's going to be whatever is most important in your heart. It's here, but I'd start with, you know, finding a place to live. I think I would echo that. Whatever neighborhood you get into, there's probably going to be an association and, you know, fill in the blank name and activist for this, for that, for this. Uh, Detroit is, is really the people who take maybe because it takes some effort to move into Detroit and live yeah. in Detroit. I, I don't know the reason why we maybe we're just civic minded, but. There are so many, mm-hmm. so many neighborhood groups. I know the Romulans and Romulans. <laughs> they are Romulans and Romulans. <laughs> Absolutely. They, they go back and forth to outer space like, you know, all the time. Um, Want to say uh, hi to another phone caller now, Mayor Duggan. Actually, now we're tying in sports and uh, phone calls and the mayor. Uh, so the Pistons have the draft lottery tonight. tonight where they, they right. go to try to find their position, mm-hmm. hopefully, and get the number one pick again, which would be great. That would depend on the lucky fingers of our caller, yes. Rip Hamilton, uh, the fa- the fantastic uh, former Detroit Piston. Who, uh, yes, sir. Rip Hamilton. Yes, yes sir. Yes, sir. You're, you're, so you're talking to Mitch Album and the mayor, Mayor Duggan, and our entire cast here. How you doing, Rip? 
All good, Mitch. What's going on, brother? I have not seen you in a while, Rip. Please tell me you're not still wearing the mask, right? Now. <laughs> hey, hey, Mitch. I got the mask right close to me right now. It's my good luck charm. So and wait, if, some, some so that's what you put on if you don't get the number one pick, right? You go home with that on. <laughs> I keep it close to me. Keep I, it, I, it was in hiber. It was it was in hibernation, especially after the last game I put, we played against the Lakers in the NBA Finals. So I feel like this is one of the moments that that I, uh, we needed needed most. Yeah. Well, you got a hard act to follow after last year because we got Kate Ben Wallace that one. Love home yeah, right, Ben, yeah. man, mm-hmm. a few words, but uh, <laughs> he managed to uh, bring it home. So, is there a you got any uh, technique? Well, well, my biggest technique because yes, I did try to lean on Ben last night, and he is a man of little words. Exactly. <laughs> so I was asking him all type of questions. Hey, what did you do before? Is there some special socks did you wear or or whatever? You know, Ben. You know, he's a man of little words. Words, so I kind of just said, "Hey, you know what? I'm gonna follow your lead, like I followed your lead when I first left Washington and came to Detroit." You know, you I understand. I understand the call. You ain't got to say a whole lot. I'm just gonna go out there and handle business, and hopefully, I can do it. That's the way it's done. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, okay. Say hi to the mayor of the city of Detroit, by the way. Mike Duggan's right here. Hey, how you doing? So, uh, Rep, uh, you were my mother's favorite player. I think she still got the 32 jersey <laughs> hanging in her okay. closet. Uh, wow. so, uh, so, so I'd take her down to the games, and she wanted to nice. cheer for Rip. Nice, nice. That's... I always said something. It was always something about wearing that mask, right? Because you can bring anybody into the Palace of Auburn Hills, and regardless <laughs> if they loved the game of basketball or they didn't, or they was just there for the entertainment, they will always say, why is that guy out there wearing a mask? <laughs> yeah, right. right. Even if they didn't understand basketball, yeah. why is that man wearing a mask? Who was that mask? Yeah. Did it break your heart to see the palace, you know, go down and, 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 and close up? Yes, it did. I mean, you know, the palace meant so much to me and my teammates. Uh, we, we did some very special things there, right? That was yeah. like our second home, like uh, just everything about it. Uh, so when, 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 the, when the palace went down, I was – you know, hurt. You know, uh, 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 Rashid actually got some uh, bricks from from when they, when they tore down. And I'm, still, and I'm still, hey, I don't even want to ask what he did like, with them. Right. He still didn't give me mine. He, <laughs> you know, I, 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 I'm gonna give all y'all a piece of memory, but he never gave me mine. So I don't. I'm still trying to figure that where that's at. But yes, that was the second home to myself. Is that, yeah. Do you guys keep up with one another? I mean, that whole gang from that team. Yeah, that that's yeah. what makes it so special, our group. Because right. it wasn't just about the game. It was about the brotherhood. It was about having each other's back on and off the court. We still talk probably four times a week, right? Wow. Either through text, Great. phone, FaceTime. Awesome. Like, it is it is a true brotherhood, right? When you, when you think of the lead and you think of, you know, all the egos and all the stuff that come with the game, and it could be a distraction, especially to your teammates, we put all that to the, to the side. Because we always understood that I'm I'm only as good as my brother, and mm-hmm. I got to have my brother's back through thick and thin. So oh, that nice. that relationship carries years after the game of basketball. Tell me, you still talk to Mike James too? <laughs> my, I talk to Mike James too. He does. I do talk to Mike James. Well, you I know, uh, your old boss Joe Dumars is now in charge of basketball operations for the NBA, so he could pass a special rule that allows only former Pistons. <laughs> to return to the game <laughs> for their old team. So you never know, you know, he's, uh, he's high yeah. up. How is it yeah, ripped just, that you're, what is this, like 20-some years later, and, and you sound exactly, you sound like you just walked out of the locker room after, <laughs> I mean, don't you age? 
Oh man, listen, I got young kids, so they keep me young. Okay. So I'm still running around. I'm I'm very active. Someone just asked me, say, hey man, you still look like it's your playing weight. I said, yeah, I'm actually two pounds over. But uh, just uh-huh. running around with my kids, staying active, man. You know, uh, basketball's meant so much to me. So I'm always around the game. I'm always in and out of j- out of gyms, watching these young kids play, perform, and any advice I can possibly give, I try to give that to them. Uh, but because I know how how it feels to, right. to be a young kid trying to make a name for himself, especially at this level. Well, of basketball. go go make a name for the team again tonight and bring us home. Now the they're on stage tonight because last year yeah. Ben yes, did it for me. Okay, bring us home the number one pick. We're looking forward to it. Yes, Great sir. to hear your voice, man. Great to hear from you. No, Stay well. No problem. Okay, thank you. Rip Hamilton joining us here. Uh, oh. That's interesting, man. He does sound, doesn't he? Yes, yes does exactly. Yeah. Sounds like so literally. Yeah. So you know, tonight was a good game. I scored twenty four <laughs> points. <laughs> The mid-range jumper was working. All right, back to our... Before we go, I I want to extend that to the mayor about since you brought up up the Palace and LCA. Even though it's been through COVID and I know they were going to expand, do all the things. How how has it been for the city since the LCA opened? Uh, It's been good. The benefit to us is, of course, the deal was made with the Red Wings. Then we got the Pistons. And just as important, and I don't have the same uh, feelings that Rip did about the Palace, all of the concerts right. are now down right. in Detroit. So you've got 200 dates a year yes, yes. Uh, where the the business entertainment now is in the city of Detroit. It's just had enormous benefit from us. It isn't as much as if we had COVID, but when you're thinking about where is your corporate headquarters going to be, right. uh, when you think about all the professional sports teams and all of the concerts and all the theaters all within five minutes of, of where yeah. your office is, it's been a huge advantage. They just did a piece in one of the papers about all the big summer concerts that are going to be, you know, the big ones. And all the big ones were in Detroit. They were either at Little Caesars or they were at Ford Field or they were at Comerica, right. where they're now having concert after concert 50, after concert. But it used to be, I remember, you know, go back about 15 years and when the summer music was always what's at Pine Knob. There was nothing right. down in Detroit. Now in the, at the Aretha, which we have your famous, <laughs> you're, you know, you're famous on the show with your quote from that. We have, we have that. You can, you can Tonight, up. I'm going to the Aretha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not all the time. That lives in infamy. Uh, and, well, I'm glad Pine Knob is Pine Knob again. Yes, yes. that's right, because it was there damn hard to keep. Too confusing. Yeah, dribbling over the word. All right, 877-44, Mitch, continuing to take your phone calls to talk with Mayor Doug and any questions that you have. Um, that second big question that I wanted to ask you about, and obviously it's in the news right now with what happened in Buffalo, uh, crime is just up across this country in in, in crazy numbers. Uh, I don't know if it's the economy. I don't know if it's the aftermath of COVID. I don't know if it's a drip over from George Floyd from two years ago, the cutting of the police forces, whatever. You look at Chicago, which is the next biggest city, 33 shootings over the weekend, five murdered. You can do that every weekend in Chicago. A, what's the situation in Detroit with regard to violence? Is it up like it is in every other city? And B, what are we doing that's different than all these other cities that are so afflicted? Uh, well, I, I think we've got good strategies, but we have our hands full, too. Uh, and, and we had a shooting on Saturday night. Uh, and what's happening across the country is the courts have been shut down. You haven't had jury trials in two years because of COVID. And so you have just literally thousands of people who are out on the street who've never been adjudicated. But we had this uh, uh, shooting uh, down uh, uh, near Legends on Saturday night. We pulled up the Wayne County records for people on tethers, and there were more than a dozen people on a tether 
right around there at midnight that night. doesn't necessarily mean they violated their tether order, but it gives you a sense that you've got all these pretrial felons mm. uh, gathered in one place. Uh, we got to get the courts open. And when I talk to the other mayors, every mayor in the country has got the same problems. You've got people charged with murders and shootings uh, who are on the street because you didn't have room in the jail. They haven't been processed because you haven't had the courts. That's, I think, the biggest challenge nationally. Um, but, you know, we're going to have some significant strategies going forward to deal with some of the things that uh, that we're seeing. Uh, but our police department's done a really nice job. They got a, We had a great police chief. Uh, and, and our crime so far is down this year. But it's still at a really unacceptable level. Mm. Interesting to hear about that. I don't know how you ke- catch up because unless you're going to work 24 hours a day at the courts. We'll come back with more on 760 WJR with Mayor Duggan, 877-44-MITCH. We'll get back to your phone calls. Hi, Gordon. You're on the Mitch Album Program. Go ahead. Mayor Duggan is here with us. Good afternoon to you both. Um, my church, Breakers Covenant on Woodward with uh, Apostle Aramis Hines, we're renovating our basement, and some overeager volunteers have stirred up some asbestos. Whoops. Does the city have any good asbestos testing and mitigation resources? Uh, let me, we had to talk offline, but you've got a bigger problem than does the city have resources if you've got workers uh, dealing with that. But get, give us a name and a number. We'll get somebody from our building safety inspection team out okay. uh, and get you the right advice. Hang on the line here and our, we'll get the number from you because this sounds like a bigger problem than a one-minute radio call. Mm-hmm. Uh, stirring up asbestos is not a small mm-hmm. deal. We'll continue with Mayor Duggan here, 877 Mitch, any questions that you have for the mayor of the city of Detroit? You can ask then. Also, we've got some more special guests coming up in a conversation with the Prez. All that on the other side of this. It's 760 WJR and your ride home. All right, we're back here on 760 WJR. The phone numbers are 877-44-MITCH to talk to Mayor Duggan on our monthly Dig In with Duggan session. Mike, you're up here with uh, the mayor of the city of Detroit. Go ahead, Mike. Hello. Yeah, go ahead. Thanks for taking my call, Mitch. Sure. Mr. Mayor. Uh, The city has been working on an airport layout plan for several years, and normally these things take less than a year. Just want to know what the status is and when do you expect to have it finished? Thank you. I think the, well, we've had it finished. It's been in front of the FAA, uh, just got approved by the uh, regional office and is now going to the national office, but I expect it will be approved in the next month. What is this for city airport? So, yeah, so we, uh, we've we got plans to modernize city airport, which really hasn't been touched in, in many years. Or flown into, years. for that uh, matter. Or, flo- <laughs> or flown into, and so we do want to build uh, uh, new Hard hangers. Hard to touch it when you're not landing. <laughs> new hangers, new taxiways, yeah. and the like, yeah. and the federal government pays like 80 85% of it, but they have to formally approve your layout plan. Uh, and we are at the final step, uh, but it's been approved every step of the way. That would be a fascinating setup. addition to to, yes, to the resurgence of Detroit. Oh, yeah. To actually get an airport where you could fly into the city. What's the, when you do that, what's the competition situation with, you know, like a, a regional oh. airport like, like Detroit Metro? Oh, yeah, we, we'd never have passenger service. The runway is not long enough, uh, but it would be a first-class corporate general aviation right. airport, which is... Mm-hmm. Really, what it's not today. Uh, you got P 
people who won't land their private jets uh, on on that airport because they don't uh, feel comfortable. They don't feel they don't trust and, and, it. And That's of course, it. once you come in, the facility was built in the 1960s. Yeah. So right. Well, I've been in there a few times. Uh, well, yeah. what changed? Because they used to fly a car. I remember I flew to New York from there with one airline. What, what, what changed was Metro built a whole new terminal. Uh, there was a time when you only had one terminal at Metro and you could not get a gate. And so your alternative for uh, Southwest and, uh, and Pro Air right. was the only place you get a gate was in Detroit. Once the new terminal got built, and you added 110 new gates, yeah. everybody can go to Metro that wants to. So it's not a question of you're not allowed to do it or the city, the airport couldn't handle it. It's just that it wouldn't make sense because if Frontier or, or Spirit or Alaska. some kind of you know low-cost airline wants to uh, establish itself, it can get a gate at Metro as opposed to having to come two, into the city. Two, two things. One is we only have a runway that's about 5,500 feet. To have a fully loaded plane go to the West Coast, you need 8,000. Wow. So you could run service to the Midwest and a little bit beyond, but yeah. it just doesn't make any sense. Uh, and so that's why well, you, you won't see commercial service out of uh, Detroit. And there are there are cemeteries at both ends of the runway, so there's no way. <laughs> comforting. Uh, Which is, yeah. Right, so no way. <laughs> Symbolically not the best thing. Eminent, eminent domain, Mr. Mayor. <laughs> yeah. It turns out you cannot legally move a cemetery, uh-huh. uh, which is what I've learned. Well, at least during the daytime. Uh, but we're, we're, we're going to build the first class corporate uh, airport there. Well, that'd be All good, right. especially yeah, with nice. the people who were planning to come in, yeah. you know. And the, the, but speaking of, you know, big money projects and people like that, I wanted to ask you about the Hudson's project. Now, I'm, I just came from Detroit Waterhouse Factory a couple hours ago. And, you know, finally, after years and years of that just being a big hole with a lot of it, it is it just keeps going up and up and up yeah. and up. What, what's the status on that? Have they had to change that as a result of COVID? Has it been modified? When is it really going to be finished? Uh, you know, I, they've got a couple of years still to go on the construction. They've capped out on the uh, the main side, the office side. They're going to go up, I don't know, another 30, 40 uh, stories on the uh, the, the uh, hotel apartment side. Uh, and so it'll be a couple of years. But, yeah, the construction costs have gone up uh, dramatically. COVID has changed the demand for office space in a very serious way. Uh, But Dan Gilbert, I don't know anybody else would have kept going, but he's going to spend a billion dollars building the second highest uh, building in Michigan coming out of uh, COVID. So I'm just really pleased with the way it's going, and I'm excited about it. You say it's capped out business-wise, meaning like? that. that right now there is not a lot of demand for yeah. office space. Remote uh, working has changed that. Yeah. Okay. I mean, a lot more people working from home. Is that going to be the same in two or three years? I don't know. But yeah. right now there's not enough. Nobody in the country is building a lot of office space. Right. Uh, but we are today. We broke ground on 300 apartment units over next to 375. We got huge building in residential right. going on and a lot of auto plants being built right now. Is there any, not much office. any move to try to establish uh, home home ownership type of things, you know, where you can purchase these things as opposed to just renting? Oh, sure. Uh, And, you know, you got two different markets of of folks, but we sell 250 houses from the land bank every single month on people who are buying the vacant houses and fixing them up. Uh, And we're going to be rolling out very shortly a huge down payment assistance plan. So we got a lot of folks paying $1,000 a month in rent who could buy the place, pay the taxes and, uh, 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 and, and your mortgage payment for 800 bucks a month, but they don't have the down payment. And right. so our next thing is going to be a major down payment initiative to convert renters uh, into homeowners. And that's a big part of uh, the next step for the city. Yeah, interesting to see. 
Uh, all right, Mayor, we're going we're gonna to let you jump out of here a little earlier than normal. Fine job. You can take the popcorn with you. A great return to the studio, Mayor. Yeah. Nice yeah. to see a you back here in the studio. studio. Glad to be here. All right, back with more on the other side of this 760 WJR.